conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roco slash Girls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash Girls. Sign up today. In Beverly Hills, I count my iTunes reviews every day. And an Italian and an Italian walked into a bar and then came me. <laughs> Do you like that? Oh my God. Jules heard it and she loves it. And the Italian and Italian are with the Chinese person or the Asian person. An Asian, Asian and a Jew. Asian and a Jew. Oh my God. Jules. Um... Remember when an early episode of Andy's Girls, we drank her algae water? Her algae water called Modern Alchemy, which I was going to get to surprise you with. You know, I kind of liked it. On this, our 101st episode, I thought it was the worst thing I've ever had. They are still, I think, selling it at Whole Foods. I just didn't have a chance to go. But it's somehow still available, even though... Since leaving the show and probably before, her social media has been like on the quieter side. I don't actually know what she's doing. I think she like lives in Florida or something. Oh, really? She doesn't live in New York anymore. I think so. That might have to do with her parents and like that whole deal with the divorce or whatever. Um, You guys, I am so excited. It is part two. (gasps) Part de the finale. The series finale, but just for the award show not for andy's girls unless you know something i don't part two of the andy's the andy's girls awards show now guys on last week's episode i gave a shout out to all of the amazing listeners who created these categories and shout out kudos or rather kudos to Hmm. you i'm so excited for part two um It really was kind of magical putting this together and also hearing from all of you. You know, so many of you like submitted your votes and also descriptors and why and some sass and some other stuff. And I kind of loved it. Like this and the Satchels of Gold special um, episode that we did and the um, Christmas extravaganza are some of my favorites. Like when we do this occasional little special themed 
um, situation. I love it. And I love that it was really a combination of, as you know from last week, not only listeners like yourself and viewers, technically, if you're watching this on your TV screen, but also our expert How panel. How do people watch it on television? They like plug it in because people have tagged me in their videos. So it's not like they're watching it like they're watching me unless someone has slipped a recording device into my apartment. And shout out to you for watching right. me cook string beans six times a day, which is what I'm currently doing. <laughs> Because someone said they taste like french fries. And you know what? They're not wrong. If you burn string beans, they taste oh, delightful. Fun. I just do some organic string beans, put it on a pan with a teaspoon of um, uh, olive oil. And then I do some salt. Then I do some pepper. And then I do some red chili pepper flakes. And I have that four times a day. It's delicious. I am insane. So what they do is they put it, they like plug their phone or whatever, their listening device into something that like looks like a TV. Because I've seen flat screens and stuff. And it says Andy's Girls on it. And then you just have it on like how people maybe apple whatever i'm i'm obviously a tech whiz as you know from hashtag old audio you put it on something or whatever and then they can like have it as they drink their romano pinot grige which p.s speaking of modern alchemy i've heard from listeners that they so love those episodes where we would get trashed you remember like there would be late nights where you would come over because it was the only time that worked for us to record with like both of our I don't know what the fuck I was doing, but like probably with your schedule, mm -hmm. you came over, we would watch. We would like rewatch together. And but sometimes we would have to watch New York as it aired. Yeah, that was crazy. It was awful. I guess we were really committed to going, yeah. to getting it up in timely fashion. Yeah, that never happened ever again. Um, And then we would get a little bit trashed. We would do taste testings of Romano Pinot Grige, several flavors of Bethany stuff. LVPs. I keep calling it rosé, but what we had was a sangria, Ramona Pinot Grige. We wanted Tipsy Girl, which never came from we the had, boat from Italy. Right. Wait, we had Bethany. We had Lisa Vanderpump. We had Ramona. Yeah. Jules. Yeah. I think that's it. I think there was LVPs. I made cocktails that weren't actual like Manzotinis. That oh, right, real right, things. right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Because who else has alcohol? Vicky did, but we never, did it ever come to fruition? Um, it did. We just yeah, never but she got, got it. Vicky's vodka. She was sued over and wines by wives. I don't know if people. We tried. I think that um, Brandy's wines are real, but they're not available. I don't think in anywhere in New York City. Yeah, I think it's only online. The something blonde. Yeah. And, um, this is um, a good game. Colette, I would have loved to try, but I think Heather just bought all of her cases of Colette to oh, have. Heather Dubrow. Right. Who else? Anybody Cynthia else has a wine coming. Or she champagne. does? Yeah. Bellini or some shit. I don't know. I'm surprised that Nini doesn't because Nini likes that sweet wine. I forgot the Moscato. name of it. Yeah. So I'm surprised that she doesn't have one or maybe she does. We don't know about it. Some of these women have so many fucking businesses. Just... Oh, wait. Did Teresa have an alcohol? Oh, yeah. She I never tried it. Fab Fabellini. Yeah, I never tried it. I never tried it because it just looked so I'm, filled with whatever. I think Ramona's wine business is like half decent. Well, it's not good, though. The it, one that I tried. Ramona Pinot Grigio was pretty bad yeah i think that it was topical when it was released but it had absolutely no staying power i don't know that people are i don't even know if it's still it might very well still be for sale can is, you okay is this, tipsy girl still for sale i think no but yeah. i'm not sure yeah, can you know. do a project and tell us like which wines or like whose wines whose wines are doing well whose alcohol besides bethany's yeah and also how well is bethany's alcohol doing these days because she's expanded into so many other does i know does that stuff do well like does anyone want to wear like skinny girl jeans I don't know how I would feel buying skinny girl jeans. First off, what is the logo on the jeans? Is I it, bet it's like really minimal. Like I bet you can barely see that it's. Hopefully. But how do you own 
a jeans line that's called skinny girl and then say it's for every woman for the life of me I don't understand why Bethany didn't stick to skinny girl for food and beverage Mm -hmm. and then for everything else do like Bethany Frankel by Bethany or something right because then and also then like yeah because it sort of feels like an antiquated like funny word like it feels funny like funny wordplay for like early 2000s and now it feels really dated and feels like not cool and also companies these days thank god are selling clothes that all women should be able to wear not that they do not that extended sizing is accurate and it should be they should be much more open to extended sizing even more than they are now but you're not looking at what you used to look at, which was like size zero to 12 or, or 14 or 16 or whatever. And then into plus sizes, it's like everyone there. I don't believe that there's such a thing as plus size. I think because I think that it makes it sound like you're something outside of totally what they think is normal sizing, totally. which is completely insane. Um, so great. Like um, one of my favorite companies is Reformation and they do like organic environmental bullshit that I don't care about, but they also have really great clothing, like linen dresses that are great. And they just did expanded sizing, which I love extended sizing, whatever the fuck, which I love. But Bethany's stuff, it's like, even if she sells a size, whatever, 36 or something in extended sizing, the name of the company is Skinny Girl, which mm-hmm. makes it seem like you're buying it because you want to be a skinny girl. It makes sense for alcohol because she's selling essentially diet margaritas. Totally. And as someone who before I got sick drank diet sunkissed the way others drank water, I am I was a fervent diet person. Really diet sunkissed? My roommate, my old roommate would be like, I'm concerned for you. I love diet sunkissed. It is my absolute favorite soda of all the sodas. When you first open it, like how some people feel about opening a bottle, the way that Ramona feels about opening a bottle of Pinot Grigio, when I hear that sound of the the large bottle of diet sunkissed opening or the smaller to-go bottle, which I would put my little plastic straw in because I don't care and drink it and live my best life and probably contributed. <laughs> to the state of affairs I'm in now. I mean, what do you think was the worst thing that we tried? I think it was Lisa Vanderpump. I totally agree with you. I think I can't remember if we had we had their sangria, her sangria, but also it was thirty five dollars. I remember you said like I had to go to Buca de Babo to get it. Yeah, it I took was, you forever. I contributed to some Facebook group about Housewives recently because someone was looking for her stuff in New York City, and I oh. said I went to Buca de Beppo so you could call them. And they were like, "Oh, did you just buy it by the glass?" And I was like, "No, I went there to buy a bottle." Did you buy it by the glass? Did they sell? I don't actually. I've never been to Buca de Beppo. I mean, it's the only time I've ever been there. Is it a restaurant? Yes. Or, I mean, so do they to, sell? Do they actually sell it by the bottle on their? I mean, sell it by the glass on their I'm not certain. menu. I'm not certain. It's such a niche. One would, I would think so. I mean, maybe they do it because it's like it's a the location is right is like Times Square basically. So maybe they do that because it's like a thing that someone will order who's like a tourist will be like, oh, this is like a housewife wine. Do they I don't have? Know. To, it would be strange for them to have LVP but not Bethany. But also, I don't know how distribution works. But do they have Me Bethany? Either. I don't remember. I didn't look because she's so much easier to find. I think Ramona is in liquor stores though, and that's why that's why I asked you that question about like homework because I'm curious. I feel like Ramona's stuff was like pretty widely distributed um, like after Bethany Hearst was the easiest stuff to find. I think that's totally, I'm sure, true for a period of time. I don't know if it's any longer. And also the stuff that Bethany said when she tried to bury Ramona, I think it was at a reunion and she was like, and you only had, like Bethany had done the research on, I think, how many cases she was selling a month. And it, like, she sold, I think, 14,000 total or something, which to me seems like a million, mm-hmm. but to a, 
others it doesn't. So I think that at one point it was super hot and now, but it's super cooled off and it's nowhere near enough for her to like live her life. It's probably shoe money. But Ramona has a lot of money, right? Ramona has a lot of money that according to her book, which I read in full, <laughs> kudos to me, she um, puts a lot of money in real estate. So when she and Mario split, he wanted cash and she wanted to keep the houses because she felt like that was a good, I don't think, I think she said like she doesn't invest or whatever. She like does real estate, which P.S., I, who has no, I myself have no money and no understanding of how that stuff works, but I would think that makes sense because she lives in New York City. Her property is on the Upper East Side, which she's trying to get rid of now. She's trying to sell that now, but at the time, and also her huge place in the Hamptons, which is technically redesigned, aka she spent an afternoon on Pinterest and was like, show me everything white. Um, I think that makes sense as an investment piece because people are always going to want to buy into the Hamptons. I don't know how this whole bubble bursting thing works, but Mm -hmm. I would think that's a pretty decent, I would think that she would have an easier time selling her house as Bethany would with both of her houses than, and I hate to say this, than Luann would with her new circular home upstate wherever, Mm -hmm. you know, because the Hamptons, it's just, it's sort of become at this point an extension of Manhattan. Yeah, and it sort of is like represents a thing that people care about. Right, it's bougie, mm-hmm. slightly trashy. Once you're already there, it's like a we. It's like, it's like Manhattan goes west. You know, mm-hmm. where it's the same restaurants, the same fucking people, but they're slightly dressed down, and that's literally the only difference that I can see. And there's grass. I don't understand how Ramona's smart because she's so terrible. And I know that those things are not like exclusive, mutually exclusive, but she's just such a little garbage bag of a person. <laughs> but like, she is. She has to use a smart, I guess a smart businesswoman. I'm sort of like using, I guess, I don't know. I don't know enough about business to know, but I feel like she's done well for herself. And that, that was like, wasn't all Mario's money either. She's not like a person who married right. someone she, who had a lot of money. She says herself she got a million dollars by the time she was whatever. I mean, don't you think you have to be smart to be evil? Doesn't mean you have to be, you know, like. Like, do you think Danielle Staub is smart? Yeah, I think Danielle Staub is smart. I do too, I think actually. That's actually what makes her worse because these people know they're smart. You have to be smart to be manipulative. You have to be smart to be cunning. You can be a moron, but that's not that. I don't think you. I think if you're an evil moron, it's like an oxymoron. I don't know if I'm using that phrase correctly. Um, Google me. Um, I. But I think that yeah, to be the people that we were talking in episode 100 when we were talking about um, best worst villain I think we had the nominees were Danielle Ramona Carlton who I would say is smart you know not meant maybe for the housewives world it was a weird season Leanne Peggy maybe is the only exception Peggy's dumb Joanna and we but we also hate her because she's dumb we we don't hate her because she's excellent at being a villain Joanna Krupa I would say is very smart um Amber Marchese I don't she know. She was allegedly how, smart, but she seems dumb. Yeah, I don't know how she did on her PSATs, but um, I think that she's conniving. I think she knows exactly what she's doing now with, like, social media and stuff. And I think Jim thinks he's, like, a fucking Albert Einstein-level genius and is absolutely Gosh, they not. they awful. They might be the worst couple of all time. I think they're the probably the worst people in real life, aside from Danielle. I think Brandy is very smart, and... Kim, I think, is Kim. And that's all I'll say about that. Who? I mean, Kim Kimberly is was on the list. Oh, okay. Nominated by you because you told Never. me. Damien told me right before recording that he hates Kim Richards now. So guys, no turtles for Kim Richards on behalf of Damien Bellino. So guys, Damien- it's not true. You all know it. 
<laughs> so Damien Bellino, I think we should hop in. Yeah, let's do it, baby. To part two of the Andes, the Andes Girls uh, Award Show with categories submitted by you, the listeners, votes Dancing with the Stars style between the listeners and our expert panel of co-hosts who I'm going to shout out. Uh, they include myself. Oh, my God. What a surprise. Damian Bellino sitting here on the People's People's Couch Holla. next to me. James LaRosa, Allison Livey, Mariah Smith, uh, Ryan Houlihan, and Lewis Peitzman. Kadoos to you. Thank you so much for serving as our panel, helping us, healing us, soothing us, and whatever and ever. Amen. Okay, so the first category in part two of the Andes, and I felt weird about it, but I love it. Best kid. Who is the best child? Yeah, I think that this is interesting. It's an interesting category. I was curious for um, some of the votes, which we'll get into. But um, Damien, why don't you kick us off with the first nominee for Best Kid? And the nominees are Brianna Culberson. Portia Umansky, who has never aged not a day in her life and will remain three foot seven. Avery Singer. She's been through a lot. Ali Shapiro. Pandora Todd Soto. Prince Aiden and Aww. Dylan, Mr. President Nida. Tinsley's Eggs. Gigi and Bella Hadid. Hmm. Melania Judice. 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 And the winner of Best Kid. Drum roll, please. Brianna Culberson. Guys, some things to say. First off, second place. This was extremely, extremely tight. Second place went to uh, first runner up, Melania Judice, Judice Judice, based on probably her new career as a pop star and just the fact that she's been through a lot. Those nails are a cry for help. Like her long nails. <laughs> she wants to be an adult. I don't know why. I'm surprised that Gia wasn't nominated. She am- <laughs> seems, she's like, to me, she's like the Jersey version of Brianna at this point. Yeah, I think Melania was probably a, a little bit of, sh- of cheekiness. I think that Gia would have been absolutely in the top, in the top. I don't think, she, th- I, to me, no one can eclipse Brianna, not only for knowing at least who her father is. I mean, sorry, at least who her mother is. We haven't seen her father. I don't know. Does she have a relationship with I don't her know. biological dad? Um, but I think he was married to him, wasn't she? Yeah. Super young, had the kids, and then and I don't think he ever paid child and then it support. Was Van, and then it was, and it was um, Don. And then it was Don. Um, I mean, watching what Brianna has gone through from her mother surprising her on dates to yelling at her to surprising her with a car and saying, here's your monthly payment that you need to make, so make sure to be on time with that, to Brianna just trying to teach I mean, her mom how to be human. I think that Vicky is like – an interesting person because she it's why she's on television i guess like she is i also think like ramona like a smart businesswoman and like but also like is an imbecile and i feel like television has made them both probably worse people because i think that vicky is somebody who always wanted to be like thin and pretty and like sexy to men and desirable Mm -hmm. and i think tv gave her like a second chance at that and i think her kids specifically her doll both of them probably but like brianna obviously like they have a different dynamic i'm assuming have had to witness that which is like I love my mother but like these despicable parts of her come out I worry more about Avery because I think Avery was younger and also 
is like still young. So like even though she's like in college, she's still like like you were a child in college. So she's she's like learning from her mother's terrible behavior on television where mm-hmm. I feel like Brianna was more aware and was more like you're awful, you're become a monster, like you don't look like who you were, you're not our mom. I mean, then there's always glimmers of like the old Vicky. And when I say old Vicky, I mean like the Vicky I imagine is underneath it all, which is like when she said she has like a life insurance policy still out on Don. Like, yeah. I think there's like a lot, like I think she knows that Don was like the best, but she wanted to be with like someone who was hot. It was going to make her, who was going to fuck her and like fill, fill up her, her love tank. tank. And like, that's all valid, but also, you know, like at what, what expense you were married, you were engaged or, you know, with a scammer, who you were they, engaged? they were essentially engaged. I can't remember they were essentially engaged but in any case like that's like she got what she wanted but then now she's like mad because like that will forever be like tethered to her yeah I think she probably misses Don but probably maybe a small part of her doesn't uh, knows that she would not they would not stay together because mm-hmm. she she expects so much and now she's with this retired sheriff who seems to be like her personal assistant yeah, I don't I'm understand not him. I'm not into him I don't love how much he's on social media and that's super unfair because it's like if he agrees to participate in the show because he like loves his girlfriend or whatever he should be allowed to like profit in some way from that I mean like they don't get paid by the show like I just I don't love that he's on cameo or whatever I don't know I, I feel weird about him but you know I met Do you him- wish that I got you a Steve whatever his name is Lodge. do you wish I got him a cameo of I him really you happy birthday? I really do not but I'd love to know how much that is um, noting that I, I do not want that as a gift. Who do you think? I mean, it's interesting you just brought up Vicky and Ramona because while they're awful people, they've done a pretty good job of parenting. Who do you think is overall like a best parent? Maybe not the best parent, which is a different question. Oh, interesting. What well, do we do? We announce the winner. I feel like we made the assumption that everyone knew. Did we not say it? Did we? I can't remember. I can't remember. I think we did now. Brianna, Brianna Culberson. Yeah, I yeah, think we, we did. did. <laughs> Um, episode 101. Who do um, I think is the best parent? This is a great question. Okay, uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep talking. <laughs> so like, is so it's not Bethany. It's not Sonia. It's not Ramona. It's not oh, Luann. It's specific. not Jill. Sadly. Okay. So then, uh, it's not Tamara. It's not Vicky. It's definitely not, not Jennifer sh- Aiden, who's probably the worst. It's not one of the worst. Shannon. It's not Lynn. It's not. I, I mean, yeah, it's not. I'm sorry. I know you love her. It's not Shannon. Um, it's not Brandy. Maybe Stephanie. That is exactly who I was <gasps> thinking of. I hate you so much. That is exactly. It's like we have one mind. That's that exactly makes me so happy. Yeah, I think that she's like the part. Yeah, based on the perfect. Based on what yep. I have to show, I think yep. yes. And I also and think the, Carolyn Manzo is a good mom, but I think it's I think like it's a totally different thing because like we didn't get to see her as a mom with them as. I think that like she has nothing but love for her kids and like family but I also think that that is like wrapped up in some problems I totally agree with you on Caroline Manzo the one addendum I would say to that is you know the body shaming stuff with Lauren where she's like I'm just gonna keep it straight with you if you put a six pound sausage in a five pound bag or whatever made me slightly uncomfortable and I knew that she was like because I'm always gonna tell you the truth because I love you but also like if this young woman who is your daughter is really struggling with, I don't know that she I hear you I don't know that she needs her mother to say quite literally that you're but also I don't know they're they're very honest they're very Italian obviously as I we talked about on last week I would like to marry into that family Chris Manzo call me I'm just saying that 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 one little thing yeah, made that's me interesting I don't remember that but I believe it and I yeah and I also yeah that's but there were glimmers like when she and Albie when he got um asked to leave law school or whatever however that went down and they cried in his bedroom and stuff it was very sweet yeah but stephanie her. is with yeah, young stephanie kids Holman. she yeah. definitely has like the i think the hold on that 
based on what I've seen. Yeah, I totally agree. And also based on her social media, um, she was just recently at like a, a benefit for the school that one of her kids goes to who has um, like learning difficulties. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she's just wonderful. And shout out to them. And I bet those kids are going to grow up and be awesome because I actually also really like Travis, too. I like them as a couple. They might be one of my favorite married couples. Mm. Okay, continuing on. The next category is... Worst tagline. And the nominees are... A Jew and an Asian walked into a bar. Then they had me, Jules Weinstein. Come on. Why cook when I can order room service? Tinsley Mortimer. Kyle's in Beverly Hills Lifetime Achievement. Lifetime Achievement. That is so funny. And... So true. So true. Literally. In Beverly Hills, the truth always... It has nothing to do with her. It's just so interesting, like... The, the position that some of people mm-hmm. take in their taglines. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she actually does have stories. Like there are things she could say she could be shady, but instead it's always Beverly Hills. I wonder if at the, this point they, they're just like afraid of her. She had a good one that I don't remember. I don't think it included Beverly Hills, <gasps> but it was like something like something about I can always tell a knockoff from a fake like a like a dis- oh yeah, yeah yeah and then she like said i watch what happens live that a fan gave it to her and i was so annoyed because i was like that's so <laughs> that's so embarrassing it's your best tagline and someone gave it to you oh my god um, into it. okay kyle's in beverly hills next up lydia lydia mclaughlin if you can't stand my sparkle stay off my rainbow i hate it next one Joyce is, you can never be too young, too thin or too honest i think you mispronounced her name her name is also joyce as your best pal Brandy told us. Next one, Jacqueline. I can hold my... Jacqueline Larita. I can hold my own. I am my own person. It's so bad, too. It's another one of those examples of, like, when people are just, like, say facts. Like, Kelly Dodd has one that's like... Hi. No, she has one. She's like, I have opinions. If you want them, I'll give it to you. And it's like, what? That's not a tagline. It's like, there's nothing rhythm. There's nothing melodic about it. I feel like, what's that? Um, Something Smiley, um, Al Franken's um, SNL oh, uh, skit. Oh, Stuart Smiley. Where he's like, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. Yeah. People like me. That's, that's what Jacqueline's is. I am, I can hold my own. I am my own person, which is essentially just being a person. That's just, that's just not even, that's not a tagline. That's not something to be good at. That's just like having a mind and occasionally using it. Anyway, and the final nominee is... Real Houses of Orange County, season one, everyone. Because at that point, nobody knew what the fuck to yeah. do. And the taglines were all like, hello, hi, money's nice. Oh, my <laughs> God, I live in a house. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, Don't arrest my son. Like, it's really, it's just not, it was not, um, not great mm-hmm. for nobody. So this, I'm just looking at who I voted for because I forgot. Okay. And the winner of worst tagline is a Jew and an Asian walked into a bar. Then they had me. Oh my gosh. Please go away. I am fascinated by this. I don't disagree with it. And I also, I think, voted for it. But I do think that number two, I don't remember who was number two in the votes, I do think that number two, in my eyes, should go to Joyce's You Can Never Be Too Young, Too Thin, or Too Honest. Because, again, the body shaming of it. Is it not, that's not even body shaming. It's just like a little eating disorder-y, encouragement-y of it. You know, I, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm I so hear you. Um, so, Jules, it's the best thing you ever did uh, supplying us with your worst 
tagline. Oh, the next category I'm very excited about. Okay, uh, Damien, you announce the next category. Next category is One Season Wonder Gone Too Soon. And the nominees are Carlton. Don't know how to pronounce your last name, so I'm going to see, say, Jebbia. <laughs> Peggy Tanoose. Oh, the better Peggy. Peggy one. Peggy volume version A. I can't talk. Next nominee, Claudia Jordan. And the next nominee, Cindy Barshop. After that, our friend who just won an award, Jules Weinstein. And the next nominee, Catherine Edwards. After that, probably never friend of the show, based on what I said about her several weeks ago, from Potomac, Katie Rost. And next, Lizzie Rovsvek. I've never said her last name in my whole life. Neither has anybody else. <laughs> I forgot about her. Lizzie and the husband. I think she recently divorced. And finally, our last nominee from Real Housewives of Dallas, Tiffany Hendra. I've literally forgot about all of these people, mostly. Mostly. Um, except for a couple. Yeah. And I... Um, I actually love the person who won. I also love the person who won. And I'm so glad and grateful they won. Drum roll, please. The winner of Gone Too Soon, One Season Wonder is... Claudia Jordan. Wow. I like when we announce it at the same time. Wow, Claudia. Because she was great. And the only reason she wasn't back is because at that point in time, Nini had amassed too much power. Don't you think? Do you think that that's why Kenya's not back? I think Kenya's not back because Kenya literally asked for too much money and they were like, no, no. you take this. And Kenya was like, no. And they probably, if, who am I kidding? Um, what we talked about last week, it's not just about the money. It's about the family involvement. They were probably like, maybe we'll meet in the middle, but you have to do this, this, and this. And maybe she couldn't meet those terms at that time. It's just so interesting what different franchises can get around because like Erica's husband is never on and her son's never been on. Yeah. And I know it's different. Like I know that like Ken Erica's selling a different thing than Kenya is. And the something I sort of get because of. Yeah. His safety and yeah, stuff. But also I, I also I think that um, Kenya is so much of her like early seasons were about her getting married and having a child. So now that she has one, of course, they want to document it. And like I get it. Like as a producer, you're like, yeah, this is what we want. It's just interesting because I feel like other people really can like a lot of people don't bring their husbands on often. I totally think the only way you can truly get around it is like Dorinda. If your boyfriend makes a complete ass of himself and you're like, absolutely not. You need to go away for a little bit. Um, or Bethany, and where he you're still like, makes enough appearances, yeah, honestly, as like she's, a boyfriend. She's putting him back on, but there was that point at one point where it was like. I feel like their relationship is also super weird. So like, mm -hmm. I feel like they're hot and cold. So like, she, the way he is on is like dictates it, you know. Totally, and I think the only major person that I can think of is Bethany, but that's because she can't even. T well, I wonder if she, if I she's mean, still she with Paul. I wonder if they'll... She brought Dennis. Yeah, she brought Dennis on. And she also... Was huge. I was shocked. And she went on a couple of dates on the show. Remember the hockey player that she met somewhere? Oh. And then also the season with Jules. Jules. She, Jules. She went on Yeah, a, she went to catch, right? With the date? Yeah. When they... And like, who knows if those are real? I feel like they like... Sometimes those are different. Because like, who will be... Who will go on a date with you on television is like a totally different thing than like who you're actually dating maybe. Yeah. But the in any case... Yeah, I think it's unusual. It's interesting that like people who haven't brought husbands on or are able to like keep that distance. Yeah. I wonder um, if Jill comes back, which please God, I hope she does. If um, what's his name? The boyfriend Gary, I want to say if he'll come on. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I don't feel optimistic about 
Jill coming on <gasps> Damien. based on this current season and based on like Bethany laughing at the comments about somebody yeah, that was like rough I feel like Instagram. she has is pulling Nini clout which is like I'm not gonna be on this show if Jill's a full if I have to interact with Jewel a Jill like I'm fine with her like being a guest but like not in my scenes and if you guys like make me go on vacation and stuff with her and like force that I'm out and like Bravo just feels like okay well we have to it's so unfortunate because Season four alone, which I know maybe what no, I'm not even going to say maybe it wasn't great. Season four of New York was had so many quality moments. And when Jill and Ramona were going at each other and Jill was like just saying words out loud, like uh, you didn't support me and getting together with Bethany, which was a thousand percent incorrect and actually reminded me of what's going on with Barbara Kay, Dorinda and Luann where Dorinda's like saying to Barbara Kay, you didn't, you're not like supporting us getting, becoming friends again. It's because of you, which is complete horseshit. I mean, I miss that stuff. I miss the more than the Bethany and Jill interactions. Cause you know, it's going to be very tepid, very careful, maybe a little cold on one of their behalfs. It's going to be a weird cause one has more power than the other. It's going to be weird, but I miss the Jill and Ramona shit. I also think that is it hard for them to bring Jill back because so much of the root of their, her and Bethany's fallout is about, the show and production and like has that ever existed yeah that's a good question do you think we're in a weird place i feel like we were in this place when how long has been 80s been girl girls been going on a couple years like two three years yeah like three or four years ago bethany was not yet back on the show right nini had just left the show okay like are we back in a cycle where like ogs are trying to leave because they feel like do you think bethany if nini and lisa vanderpump are both like at a point where they're like gonna explode do you think like we're at a time where bethany's gonna try to leave again soon First off, I think that Nini may have one more season in front of her, although I... I mean, I think it also depends on how sick Greg is, because she might be like, it's not worth the, like, documenting yeah. the, this part of yeah. her life. And if she has said explicitly she hates everyone, that's... Except for, like, Marlo, maybe. That's not a great indicator that she wants to film with them. So I don't know what's going to happen there. I, I think that Bethany realizes that she needs the show, so I don't know that she's leaving. Do I think that there's going to be, like, an exodus of OGs? I do think that we're building to that in maybe the next two or three years I don't know this might be um controversial I don't know for example how many seasons Teresa might have left having nothing to do with Joe but I think at a certain point like the story needs to close its final chapter Mm. um and when it comes to New York, I don't see Ramona going anywhere. Sonia, I think of as like an honorary OG, even though she's obviously not. She started Same. season three, I want to say, because Kelly was two. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going anywhere. Bethany, it really honestly depends on what's happening in her personal life and her business. If she and Paul, which I think is the name of the film producer that she's in a serious monogamous relationship with, if that works out, she and depending on what happens with Jason, she might maybe bow out for a little bit, but I could also just see her remaining. I don't know. I don't know if LVP inspires. You know, I guess it sort of depends also on like the way they're like, I think that Nini and LVP are in in positions where they are being challenged in ways that like, yeah. And I think Bethany's actually getting like the best edit she's had. I mean, based on four episodes, but the best edit she's had in like three years. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree with that. I totally agree. With anyway, that. the Claudia Jordan was really wonderful. We got on a really a long tangent there, but Claudia Jordan was a great one season wonder. I was so happy when they flashed back to her recently when they were talking about Nini's natural hair and Candy in her confessional mm. said the last time Nini wore her natural hair was um, when she was wherever and Claudia like read her hair for Phil. And I like that flashback of that was so I was like, oh, Claudia, like I love 
She was so good. She was really smart and like a different element. Mm-hmm. And I think I think maybe at the time was maybe too similar to like Kenya and Portia because she was also like a single woman. And it was like three women who like were all single and like didn't have boyfriends or um, husbands. And I feel like Atlanta, it was like, you know, maybe too many of the same types of too many of the same type. But I also like loved Claudia and thought she was different. Totally agree with you. Super she also fun. like identified as a mixed race woman, which like brought oh, a different, right. like she talked about that. And I think that brought a different dynamic to Atlanta, which is like a uh, cast of like black women who talk about being black and what it means to be black. And I thought that, because I feel like Nini like threw shade at her, like called her something like, she did like a half breed or something. Yeah, She said something awful. And I was like, really? And um, Potomac has gotten into that a little bit. Yeah. Potomac, I, I think it pre- is like as more nuanced in their talks yeah. about race because of no, the women, the spectrum is like, yeah. I think Ashley is mixed. Um, Katie Ross was Rick mixed and they both identified as mixed, but like mm-hmm. Robin and Giselle who are light skinned don't identify as mixed because they don't, they aren't. Um, so I think that they've talked about race in a bigger way in a more nuanced way than Atlanta, which I think is more like, you know, we're black women. Um, except mm. for Kim. Ugh, whatever. Rest in peace. Um, All right. Moving okay, on. Moving on to the next category, which is Vacation Hall of Fame. Mm. And the nominees are Real Housewives of New York, Scary Island. Next nominee, Real Housewives of New York, Boat Ride from Hell. Next nominee, Real Housewives of New York, Skinny Girl, Mexico. Oh. Luann falls into a bush. Dorenda looks like the Joker. And the next nominee, Real Housewives, Real Housewives of New York, Be Cool, <laughs> Turks and Caicos. Some, uh, New York, just some Yeah, their vacations epic. are the best. They are the best. Um, next nominee, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Were You Doing Coke in the <gasps> Bathroom? Hong Kong. And the next nominee, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Amsterdam, Brandy Slaps LVP, Rinna Charges Kim. Which was, that was wonderful television. I forgot about that. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Um, Real Housewives of New Jersey, Napa, California, Joe Giudice makes a phone call and also has sex with his wife in a vineyard. Sorry, I'm going to read what Sarah actually wrote, which was <laughs> Joe Giudice calls his mistress and then stoops tree. <laughs> My little notes to myself. And then the final nominee, yes. Real Houses of New York. It's uh, about Tom Miami. What a, what a, what a what that was. Okay, guys. And the winner of the Vacation Hall of Fame is, drumroll please, Real Houses of New York, Scary Island. Which, I mean, let me look at who the panel voted for. I think it was... A lot of New York. A lot of New York. There was some Mexico in there and some boat ride from hell, which I understand. Although I think perhaps the story of the boat ride from hell it was better, was than, better the than the execution because allegedly footage was lost, which I do not believe. Um, but New York, I mean, Scary Island. Their vacations always deliver. Always deliver. And Scary I think Island is historic. I think that they drink the most. So it like, and, and like, I feel like even when, my favorite thing was to be able to look at Carol and Bethany because like, they were better at not being and annihilated. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. when you would see like Carol mm-hmm. and Bethany were wasted in Mexico for sure. And I remember like seeing, being like, Carol was like so trashed. And I was like, if Carol's trashed, like Luann is dead. Like she's embalmed. <laughs> Like, because, like, because, like, Luin obviously can drink a lot, but, like, when, and Bethany and, um, it was Mexico, right? When Bethany and Ramona are in the crying, pool crying, naked, I think. naked. Yeah. And I was like, Bethany is wasted. And, like, when Bethany, like, what I knew, like, when Bethany and Carol were wasted, it was really bad. Yeah, that's Because everybody else is always drunk. 
That's true. I agree with that. All um, right. Not much to say, except it's the well, best well, vacation. Well. And it's, what is it, a three-parter? And Jill's entry and Sonia saying they fucked up or Manny Petty later on. I mean, there's a lot. there. Alex turning beet red. There's a lot there. It's um, fantastic. I don't know that I can rewatch it anytime in the near future because I have watched it between 40 and 50 times and that's being conservative. Um, but if you haven't seen it recently, Hulu Plus, my friend, mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. the best $5.99 that you will spend a month, um, except on whatever you Venmo me. Okay, continuing on. Next category is Best, best Psychic. <laughs> and the nominees are Damien. Morocco, you think of your husband, but there's another woman. Jesus, so Real good. Housewives of New York. So good. Uh, another nominee from New York, Coffee Grounds in Queens. When that woman who appeared to actually know what she was doing did some stuff. Um, next nominee, Brooks doesn't have cancer lunch. Real Housewives of Orange County. What was his name? Scott or Steve? I think it's Scott. Uh, the I gay one, right? <laughs> it was, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I can say that. He was um, Tamara's friend. Yeah, or yeah, former yeah. Ta- Cute, cutish. Was he Tamara's former friend and then hated and hated Lydia? Or he was Lydia's former friend and hated Tamara? Do you I remember? He, he had issues with somebody there. Well, good for him. Oh, yeah. Who was it? And like that was when Lydia was in drag and she looked like Charlie Chaplin and she was so uncomfortable. Because <laughs> she... Feels like Jesus doesn't like drag her. queens, which, excuse me, Jesus is a drag queen, yeah, okay? Because sure. drag queens are angels from heaven. Okay, um, next, that's going to get me some interesting feedback. Nominee <laughs> is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the dinner party from hell. Wow. With, um, what's her face? Alison Dubois. Thank you so much and her fake cigarette or whatever. The next nominee is The Elephant Room from The Real Housewives of Atlanta when that woman um, <laughs> told all the other women she didn't touch them and she shook their hand and then she hugged Candy. <laughs> the love that she had for Candy. It was so cool. It was so cool and honestly felt super genuine. Like she was like, take me, take all of you, leave you, whatever. And then saw candy and was like, you are the one. And finally, the last nominee also from real housewives of Atlanta, Kim Zolciak's honorary grandma, Kim and Rose, since Kim does not really have family anymore because she's mm. isolated herself from everybody, including Croy's parents. <laughs> so kudos to her. Those are excellent choices that you're making by not having anybody else in your life except for hired help, including your funny chef and your children and your partner. I think that is awesome. So Damien, the winner of Best psychic this was there was a lot of votes all over the place a lot of morocco a lot of lot of orange county the winner of best psychic is drumroll please dinner party from hell real housewives of beverly hills sarah wanted me to keep talking with her i like when we say it together it makes me giggle yeah that I- episode is iconic there's not oh, all, there's it's hard it's, it's sort, of, sort of stands on a lo- it's on its own like yeah like scary island as yeah. far as psychic episodes that go. actually i could watch later on tonight it's it's peak pernicious there's a lot there i know Camille i wish is such a dick and I, I think it's slowly coming out of her again which i am very thankful i for. know i'm hoping that what we get from camille later this season like i'm okay with not liking her again mm-hmm. as long as it provides me good television it also, like, if, if he does really leave, we're going to need somebody, another OG to, like, be who's, like, mm-hmm. and if it's, I, but I'm surprised Camille would want to come back because, one, she's so rich already. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need money. And, two, she just got married again. And so, like, I would think that she'd be scared because she knows that 
If you go low with somebody that they will pull out some fucking bullshit about your life. I think she gets it now in a way that she obviously did in season one. And I think similar to Adrian, at some point, even if you have gobs of money, fame is. Well, yeah, I mean, that's it's like LVP and Bethany right. and Nini and whatever. I mean, just like wanting that fame a little bit, even a little bit is just like part I of the game. I think she's smart. I think that I'm going to disagree with her on stuff, but yeah. I think that. She's interesting. I like that she took a different perspective with Dorit. I think she did it to stand up for LVP and also re-audition for um, a job she had several years ago. And I appreciate the fact that I think her wedding was recorded for the show, I want to say. Um, I think they got married in Hawaii and it was recorded. I believe it was, yeah. Um, and the whole fire shit with her house. I mean... I'm surprised she didn't get full-time status. My, my, I this want, season? Yeah, I think it probably had to do something with Denise Richards' contract and like what was already yeah, decided. Denise is getting gobs of money, which, by the way, when Denise was first announced, I was like, what's this bullshit? Couldn't have been more wrong. Die for her. Oh, interesting. Do you not? I like her. I, I'm not sure. I don't know that I feel like she operates a place like that Teddy operated last season, which is like a person who doesn't feel like they belong on the show. I think that Teddy trademarked the like, oh my God, I'm on the show and I'm like, I'm just a random normal person. And Denise is like, I have survived Charlie Sheen. I can get through this. I have a sense of humor. Yeah. I mean, she's funny. She's, she's funny in a way that she's I didn't humble. expect, but I just need, yeah. to, I need her to like be involved in the drama and not just keep saying, I don't know what's going on. Cause that's not cute. Thousand percent agree with you. I a feel thousand like percent. a thousand percent. Oh my God, you guys, it's episode 101 and I have grown. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next category is what, what the, the fuck, fuck reunion moment? moment and the nominees are real hostiles of atlanta kenya's props real hostiles of atlanta now i fucked this up which lewis peitzman corrected me on i said that it was something who said that yes and it was actually the lies the lies so anyone that voted for atlanta i um it was actually the lies the lies but anyway next nominee is real Housewives of atlanta the lies the lies next nominee real house of new york systematic bullying terrific reunion terrific weird terrific real housewives of beverly hills kim gives lisa the bunny back real housewives of new jersey no, oh yeah 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 sorry real housewives <laughs> of new jersey did you acknowledge your nephew uh when and people were like um, cause this whole DM thing where people were just DMing me instead of actually responding to the Insta stories, which guys, and I love that you were enthusiastic and told me, um, as much, but they were like, what about the Teresa, um, pushing Andy? I was like, that's included. That is in fact, did you acknowledge your nephew? That is what triggered her. Okay. Next up, Real Housewives of Atlanta, classic historic moment. Close your legs to married men. Real Housewives of New York, Ramona falls asleep. Also her wonky eye. <laughs> We gave her two. And finally, um, a good a good solid moment from Real Housewives of Orange County, Jesus Jugs. Solid moment. Yeah. Um, I think what's interesting is like, as we said before, like New York really knows how to do vacations. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this cast really knows how to do reunions in a way that others. Which cast? The one that the winning cast. Oh, knows how, I forgot who won. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Knows like, how there's to do so reunions. many icon. Like, I feel like even a bad season, they come through for their reunion in a way that other seasons, other franchises like like New York always comes through with the vacation drama. And this cast always comes through with re reunion drama. Agree. Um, so and the winner is da -da 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 -da, Real Housewives, Housewives of Atlanta, Atlanta Kenya's props. Question for you. Do you think that went too far? Not us speaking in unison because it is my favorite thing to do. You mean, um, do I think that Portia putting her hands on Kenya was too far? Or you think? do I think that like Kenya bringing props was too Both. much? 
joint joint at the time i thought that i mean i still i don't think there's ever an excuse for violence but i also think that's like a super like pc answer because i do think that kenya was a hundred percent instigating portia like in a huge big way and like she is accountable that doesn't mean she should get her ass beat up but like she was doing that because she wanted to she was trying to get something it's like that's the kid who puts his finger on his brother or sister and it's like i'm not touching you i'm not touching you i'm not touching you it's like you want someone to hit your hand out of your face yeah. so do i think it went too far yes did i think it was provoked. the most iconic moment of television and was provoked yes you think it was the most iconic moment like reunion moment for sure it's hard for me to, yeah i think it's it's hard for me to say iconic because it was like it was so dark it it's, like i don't think it's dark her I, after you don't think her laying no. there after okay i could be wrong i could I, be wrong no, I mean, it was dark. Yeah, that was dark, but I thought it was real. Like, she was so mad at herself. And I feel like that Portia is, has long gone now. But, like... I not, hope so. I mean... I don't, I don't know. know. Like, I don't know. I'm not talking about a violent Portia's gone. Yeah. I'm saying the Portia who would be like, I told myself I would never do that. And, like, all of the women are, like, holding her hand, mm-hmm, her face, mm-hmm, and, like, mm-hmm. whispering to her. Be like, no, it's crazy. It's crazy. And, like, but, like, that Portia... I would that, that. That Portia who's, who's so worried about appearances is no longer there because she became a different person once out of like after she grew out of her relationship with Cordell totally and I also think all of those women stood by Portia which tells a lot about Kenya at least in that moment you know thousand percent and I think that they deserve to stand by Portia not Kenya I don't think anyone Kenya deserved anyone to stand by her speaking of Kenya I would say an honorary mention for a what the fuck reunion moment or rather hall of achievement reunion moment when Phaedra buried Kenya and was like when you have a baby the only thing is your man You're ejaculated of, in a cup to get you a for the price of blub, a, blub. a personal pan pizza. Right, that was really insane and very good. Yeah, that's an all. Yeah, that's yeah. an all. We moment. see each other is also from an Atlanta reunion. Oh, we see each other. Yeah, so many. Oh my god, you're totally right. New York brings it with the vacays, and Atlanta really does. The part four, remember when we thought? Yes, when Kim freaked out and Andy went. You mean talking about that one, or are you talking about um, Portia? Are you talking about oh, Phaedra ratting out? Kim saying that racism wasn't around until Twitter or whatever was magical. But the part four, when we find out that it was Phaedra saying the rumors, and you and I were flipping out because we were convinced that it was going to be that Portia fucked. Apollo. Apollo. Yeah, because that's what I had read on a vlog, and I was dying. I was so excited, and then I remember part four happened, and I was like, and Andy was eh? like, and Andy was like, can you believe it on Watch What Happens Live? And it was like 90 percent yes. people could believe it, and he was like, really? And I was like, you guys really overestimated the surprise value of like Phaedra being a scammer. Yeah, that's true. Which is, by the way, talking about historic AG moments, something that you and I on okay, F- you, whatever you were not into my opinions uh, when I said that Phaedra was a scammer back in the day. Yeah, I and I was I think I said that very she, wrong. I said that she knew about Apollo all along and threw him under the bus to protect her image, which I still think is true. I wonder how much of it. But I think she's also done a total one eighty. Like I feel like her public image is very different now, so she like doesn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, I wonder if she'll actually ever be back. I don't know. Well, that ties into our next category, of which I don't believe she's a nominee, Mm -mm. but is perhaps an honorary mention. Make-A-Wish, former full-timer, most deserving of a second chance. And the nominees are... Jill Zarin. uh, Camille Donatachi Grammer. Kenya Moore. Caroline Manzo. Brandy Glanville. Heather Dubrow. Danielle Staub. Carol Radziwill. Eileen Davidson. Oh, bless up for Eileen Davidson. Right? She's probably just living a perfectly fine life with Vince and those knickknacks and just everything wonderful. And the winner of Make-A-Wish, former full-timer, most deserving of a second chance is, drumroll please, Jill Zarin. 
<laughs> Sorry, I forgot we were doing it together. I, I forgot. Um, congrats to Jill Zarin. Oh, somebody in the panel wrote um, Phaedra Parks. Was it you? No. I don't want to I don't want to name who it is because I didn't um, I didn't say that I was going to say that stuff out loud. But let me just look so <laughs> just for your own personal. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is the fun of running your own show. Um, um, who did? Oh, yeah. OK, cool. Yeah. A lot of Jill Zarin's <laughs> a lot of some Heather Heather Thompson. And oh, Karen, I agree with all of these, actually. Jill right? Zarin, Heather Thompson. I don't really need Phaedra back right now. I don't need Carol back now because Carol no. coming back would have been this season. So I don't know what the fuck she does for me. I like, um, yeah, I agree. I don't with agree Carol. with Eileen Davidson. With, um, I don't think she's necessary right now. With she Den- could friend with, of. Yeah, but like with Denise and um, Teddy, on. it's like this. It's like yeah. too many people who yeah, are like trying to be the voice of reason. Right. Yeah. We've got enough. Jill Zarin, man. I don't know. I, I hope I, I we thought it was going to be, the, but we won't. I thought it was going to be season 10 and you said no way. And then you were right. And I was sad. And then we heard and thought season 11 based on the way that Carol and Bethany fell out. And then. And Dennis dying. Yeah. It was the right time. It was. Yeah, it's true. Like they. Yeah, it's 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 really fucked up. It really did fuck up. But I think that that only just speaks to one Bethany's power and two Mm -hmm. her insistence that like she's not having a reunion with that person on television anymore. And also, as you said um, earlier, Jill's serious challenge as um, a member of production. I mean, that's something that I don't know if that's changed or not. It's interesting to watch the Tyler Henry special because you see glimpses of um, old Jill. I don't say that in a bad way. I'm just saying that, you know, factually. So I don't know that she'll be able to overcome it. I think that there would probably be a come to Jesus conversation with her where they're like, okay, you, you cannot be a twat. Like, I don't know. I don't know what she would suck up to do this. I think she would. I think she would. I don't know. I think she tempered herself a lot after Bobby's passing and I don't know where things are now, but I would be desperate for her to come back and think she deserves it. And it's ridiculous that she doesn't have it and give her a fucking apple. Okay. Next category. Next award is best fight. Ooh, so many options. And the nominees are who gonna check me boo. Sheree versus the party planner. December Berkshire's County. I'm here and you're here. Bethany versus Kelly. Also, what I asked Kelly to say in a cameo message to Sarah for her birthday. <laughs> Which she will probably never get. Um, I have not slept with multiple partners, Vicky. Which could also be, uh, just thinking about Vicky, could also be that moment where she's screaming at Tamara and's like, you're my sister, my blah, 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 my yeah, friend. Yeah. So either, just Vicky screaming. Um, and, now, and now we said it, St. Camille of Grammar. Which is, is it a fight? Is it an intervention? It's historic and it's pointed. And I think it works in this context. Next fight, New Jersey table flip. Teresa Judice, Judice, Judice versus Danielle Staub. Next nominee, you stole my goddamn house. The Real House, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season one finale between sisters Kimberly and Kyle. Really, the best use of a limo, honestly, <laughs> as well. Hey, it's uh, a really good moment. The next category, the fantastic, um, in no way cruel or mean or uh, insulting, Giovanni, which is just her crediting. It's just Dorinda crediting <laughs> the clothing designer. It is not meant to be a heckle. 
Uh, next nominee, uh, Kelly Dodd in Ireland, screaming in tam- her and Tamara screaming in each other's <laughs> face. It's actually one of my favorite moments. And also, if um, Beverly Hills season one was best use of limo, then Ireland is best use of airport shuttle because the craziness that happened in the darkness in the middle of the night with, I think, iPhones at that point or whatever was amazing. Mm-hmm. Next nominee, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. went to Bass Lake? Fantastic. Tamara at her best. Next nominee, Gone with the Wind. Fabulous. Twirl, 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 twirl. Next nominee, They're Just Hands. Oh, my God. So good. Not really a fight, but it's like a general blow up mental It's a threat. I mean, if if there was a Dallas fight, perhaps it would be the off camera that we hadn't seen. Leanne versus Marie, where she throws like a crystal bowl at her face or whatever and Mm. like says she's going to murder her, which Mm. is a, a, a tradition for did I say Deandra? I meant Leanne. No, for Leanne. Oh, yeah. I you said Leanne, Leanne and, okay. um, and yeah, Marie. That was awesome. Marie was, was there to just be the worst. Marie was annoying. Uh, okay. The next nominee is Your Husband's in the Pool. Margaret Joseph's one of the best lines I've ever heard and <laughs> something that I rewatched over and over again because I thought it was awesome and not just because it was the burying of Danielle and her fake husband. And finally, the last nominee, Nene, Kim, and a bus. Nice use of the bus. Mm-hmm. So we have a shuttle. We got a limo. And guys, we got a bus. That was a crazy fucking fight. All about calling what's her face, saying if she was like a slave. Remember Kim's assistant? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever yeah. happened to her? No idea. What was her name? Pickles? <laughs> no. Smiley, I want to say. I have but no that's idea. the last name of my therapist. I don't remember. Um, but it was it was like smiley, cheery bashful happy, i don't know sad. i have no recollection interesting okay and the winner of best fight is you stole, you stole my, my goddamn, goddamn house real, real housewives of beverly hills season one finale not a lot to say um it's gr- it's iconic it's that real family mm-hmm. drama that fueled beverly hills for so long and that guy that um uh wasn't it that guy that yolanda tried to set kim up with was in the car oh wait was that a different guy remember there was that random guy in the car then adrian oh then kyle i don't know then i don't remember kim. the guy i might be messing up my um older rich white men but i think that was the guy that at one point Yolanda or somebody tried or Adrian or or somebody tried to set um, up Kim with. But I forget. And Kim was like not into it because Kim was into other things at the time. Other mm-hmm. lifestyles. Um, yeah, I think that's terrific. A classic. It kicks off, you know, 30 or 45 other important, crucial, critical fights between um, the Richard sisters, um, the Richard Umansky Hilton clan. So I wonder what. I wonder where Kathy watched it and what her rea- in initial reaction was. Probably horror and embarrassment. Yeah, she's so embarrassed of both of them. <laughs> and yet, I mean, Paris. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah, she's accustomed to it now. Yeah. Um, okay, and the next category is... Miss. Oh, wait, am I in the right? Yeah. Mrs. Maisel, Funniest Real Housewife. And the nominees are... Sonia Morgan... Lisa Vanderpump, Portia Williams, Bethany Frankel, Leah Black, shout out to Leah Black, Margaret Josephs, and Nene Leakes, Lenithia. And the uh, wait, who is the winner? Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to put it in green, but you're going to hate it. No, I know what it is, and I'm like so baffled. Um, okay. And the, the winner, winner is. is Bethany Frankel. <laughs> 
called Damien refuses to say it. Okay, here's the thing. I actually voted for Bethany Frankel and I regretted it almost immediately. I was going to change some of my votes and I thought they would have influenced that because the stuff, it, like one panelist, it wouldn't have made a dent, um, except in a very close tiebreaker and those I wouldn't have contested. But I felt weird about it as soon as I put Bethany. I think Bethany is smart and she's witty. She's witty, but, but she- she's not funny. And so I feel dumb. I don't think it's Sonia. I don't think it's LVP who's sly funny, which I like but not that I think it's I'm I'm not trying to be a broken record but like Real Housewives of Atlanta is hands down the funniest no you're totally right it feels shocking between Phaedra Nini and Portia yeah those three people alone are like funnier than most of the cast I don't disagree that Bethany is very witty and like quick um and Sonia has good comic timing but I was surprised but I you know what guys I'm happy for you that she brings you joy and that you think she's funny I'm at a better place with her this season who did you vote for I think I voted for Portia. I thought this season for okay. sure she's been delivering nothing but humor. And so fun. this is going to be my one and only probably, although we have a couple more categories to go, hanging Chad, where it didn't. the vote was unclear, even though I very clearly mm. typed Bethany. And I'm going to give you the power, even though it's not <gasps> going to influence the winner, to choose who I should have picked, Portia, um, Lanethia Leakes, or Phaedra, who's not included in this, but is also hilarious. I think Portia. I am going to change my vote, you guys, Thank much you. like how well it worked out in the year 2000. I'm going to change my vote to Portia Williams, who deserves it and also should receive a special recognition award for carrying the season of Atlanta. Is she getting a spinoff, like a three episode spinoff? Did you she see that text? Called, chain? Like, I mean, that text chain about between her and Nini and Nini was like, have fun with your three episode, bl- like blah, blah, blah. And, and your like, ankles. Yeah. yeah, she's getting I think it's called like Portia's having a baby. And spoiler alert, it's going to be about Portia having a baby. And I'm, I'm into it. I think three episodes is right. I think that they are now doing spinoffs a different way. Like with um, uh, Brandy, am I, I'm like losing my mind. With Brandy, Dallas adopting a baby. It was online. I still haven't watched oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah, they did an online one. Um, I think it also just depends on like interest. The person. The person. Right. I feel like Nini and Candy and Bethany all had like wedding shows, right? Yeah. Like mini series almost. Yeah. And then other people have had like one episode and other people's weddings have just been in this show. So I think it just depends on like the, the popularity of the person. Totally. And it also depends on how much of that story is being told on the show because you don't want the, the spinoff to compete with the main show, but it should be a nice like Compliment. additional treat. Now, speaking of additional treats, the very next category, best real housewife spinoff. Look at that. And the nominees are, Damien, you go first. Bethany getting married and Bethany ever after. Which, P.S., a listener reached out to me um, recently and was like, "It's I'm rewatching it. It's just as dark as I remembered. And I was like, it's very dark. It gets very dark. Maybe not the Bethany getting married, I would say, but certainly Bethany ever after gets very dark and not just when they're um, about to crash on a boat, which apparently is a continuing trend in New York. Next nominee, I Dream of Nini, The Wedding. Next category or nominee, rather, Candy's Wedding, Candy's Ski Trip, Escape Still Kicking It, and The Candy Factory. Also, Candy Coated Nights. Oh, my God. And Candy Coated Nights. My fucking God. So she's not going anywhere anytime soon because they are giving her everything and she deserves it. Next nominee, America's Sweetheart, um, the best um, academic on uh, diversity, uh, Kim Zolciak. Don't be tardy. Next nominee. Vanderpump Rules. Oh, I haven't heard of that show. I should watch it one now and again. Uh, Very next nominee. Oh, my God. My in-laws to be Manzoed with Children. 
Next nominee, Teresa checks in. Oh, it was like a three episode real it was sad so bad. thing. It was not Teresa's good. on the phone as the spinoff. Joe's like, I'm I'm a parent. <laughs> I it was not great. Next nominee, an OG of the OC classic that was terrible. Date my ex, Joe and Slade. And finally, Tamara's OC wedding. Which I don't remember watching. I, I watched, think I watched the wedding bit. part. She fought Same. with her brother or whatever, and I just honestly didn't care. Um, and the winner of best spinoff is <laughs> Vanderpump Pump Rules. Which, as one panelist said, Vanderpump Rules, because anything else is a lie. Um, totally agree. There's really nothing that needs to be said, except it's the best, and um that's all there is okay um the next category is Degrassi the next generation which I have never seen but thought would be a funny title non-OG special achievement and the nominees are Dorinda Erica Girardi Margaret Josephs, Lisa Rinna, Monique Samuels, Shannon Bedore, Megan King Edmonds, Cameron Westcott, Kelly Dodd, and I'm going to add someone who wasn't in this, so they're definitely not going to win, but they win <laughs> in our hearts, which is Candy Burris Tucker, who should have been nominated but wasn't because she was nominated in a lot of other places, and I forgot, honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah, like nobody from Atlanta is on here. And I, nobody raised that when I when I brought this to um, the fucking panel because I did change a lot of the nominees before I posted them based on um, panel input, which was amazing. Shout out to the panel. And nobody said it. So Dorinda's fantastic. She changed the game. As Jill will often tell you, she introduced Chan- um, Dorinda to the group because Dorinda was an invitee at her stepdaughter's bullying luncheon several um, seasons ago when Jill tried to say that Ramona was an alcoholic. Um I don't know. So, yeah, great. Dorinda's Congrats. Terrific. Congrats. To and the next category is Ramona Coaster. Which housewife have you gone the most back and forth with? And the nominees are Bethany. LVP. Nini. Tamara. Jill. Trey. Kelly Dodd. Dorinda. Leanne. And because this was actually one of our, if, our, if not our only, panel exclusive so this was a question that was asked to our panel and the winner which i think you're actually going to be okay with in this context is bethany frankel i think you would agree with that although you haven't really gone back and forth with her you're more back than i'm back i'm back i'm forth with her right now though who would you i don't remember who you voted i think for. i voted for erica girardi who is not oh. a person who's nominated but i feel like i go back and forth <laughs> with her a lot yeah i could see that i could see that i also could see ramona is a good one though i mean obviously the name is t- named after her Ra- yeah i feel like it was yeah. i didn't include her because it was just yeah so obvious um and we're usually all... every time i hate her I'm a, or like think she's despicable i'm like why did i forget I know every time. No, like when every she said the thing about Dennis, I was like, "She's garbage," and I was like, "How did I forget?" And then she went on Watch What Happens Live. She was like, "It was really bad. I can't believe." She keeps doing this thing where she's like, "I can't believe. I don't remember saying it," which I believe because I don't think she thinks of things as they're coming out of their mouth, but because it's rooted in a dark, e- ugly truth inside of her body, I just hate her all the more. Like it's just she's awful. She's a horrible person. Okay, next housewife. Next category for the Andes. The Andes girls award show 25 categories this is category 24 
Best, Never a Housewife, Always a Friend. And the nominees are... Marlo Hampton. Dana Pam. Barbara Kay. Kim D and Kim G, also known as the Kims. Shamia. And Faye Resnick, also known as the morally corrupt Faye Faye Resnick. Resnick. And the winner of Best Never a Housewife, Always a Friend is, drumroll things with... Marlo Hampton. Marlo, listen, I said once upon a time you should never be full time and I rescind that. I think she's doing great work. Shout out to the bullshit she's spewing about Eva, which may or may not be true on Atlanta. I'm into it. I want to hear more from her. I like that she's no longer just all mean, that there's some heart there. And I would love to see her full time next season. Ideally replacing Shamari. Mm. Um, thoughts? I think you voted for Marlo. Yeah, for sure. Okay, amazing. And finally, the award of awards, the panel's people's choice. So last week we had the people's people's choice. And they chose Bethany. And they chose Bethany. This week it is the panel's people's choice. Favorite Real Housewife based on panel voting and the winner is candy burris tucker (laughs) and the winner is drum roll please bethany (laughs) candy it's not candy and in no order i'm going to tell you who the panel voted for shannon bador you can guess who that was from uh bethany frankel um everyone has their moment in the sun but bethany and luann have had the most Rinna, Bethany, Candy. So Bethany got it. it was I voted for Candy. Shockingly. Um, you know, Shannon Bador, we've discussed on on episodes past, including especially episode 99, my love for Shannon or 98 or whatever. And, um, you know, that love continues. I understand Bethany as the panel's people's choice. I hope that, you know, she continues her growth into returning back to humanhood. Um and I'm okay with this. I'm shocked that Bethany took it both people's choice and panels people's choice. But that's how things are. And guys, 25 categories from last week to this week. These are your, the Andy's winners. These are your Andy's girls. Shout out to all of the winners from both weeks who include Bethany, Marlo Hampton. Some of these are not good things to win, by the way. Bethany, Marlo Hampton, Jules, Vanderpump Rules, You Stole My Goddamn House. Yeah, feel free to say something. Jules Weinstein. Jill Zarin, Kenya Scepter. Erica Girardi singing. Uh, New York Scary Island, Brianna, Claudia Jordan, um, The Death of Dennis, When <laughs> Ryan and I Lost Our Minds, Real Housewives of New York, Mauricio, Kim. <laughs> Sarah just looked at me to see if I wanted to say anything. Um, Danielle, Bethany, and Jason—that's a oh, an award you want to win. The winner of best song, Taylor and Russell. Did they win? No, Bethany <laughs> and Jason won that one. Um, how many fucks and expensive by Erica Jane? Blackwater um, by Black the Manzos. Vicky and Brooks, and also Kill All Cancer. Vic- Kim Fields, Mauricio. Yes, Sonia Morgan. There's nothing great about my garden. Brianna Col- Culberson. <laughs> People call me over the top, 
but something. But lately, I prefer being a bottom, which do you think someone had to teach Sonia what a bottom was? Or do you think she already knew? Or do you think she just didn't care? I think that someone just wrote it and told her it would be funny. And she thought so, too. I think it's appropriating culture. Oh, my God. I, I mean, I don't really, it. but I think it's stupid. Yeah. Um, Claudia Jordan, all these people. Thank, <laughs> thank you to all of Claudia the winners. Claudia Jordan over and over again. You guys, um, I can't believe over the course of two weeks and... Also, 10 years, we got through the Andes. We got through how the how do you get over under something through it? We got through the Andes, the Andes Girls Award Show with none other than your favorite OGs of the AG, Damien and Sarah. Follow Damien on Twitter and Instagram at Damien Bellino. Listen to you might know her from subscribe to it, rate and review it. Do that wall rating review and subscribing to Andy's girls, which some of you need to do um, rate and review both of our sassy pods. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Sarah Galley. Follow me on Instagram at Dame Galley. Slide into my DMS on Venmo. Send me a dollar in the name of your favorite housewife um, and do other stuff, which I think is tremendous. Guys, tell us your thoughts. Tag us in photos or whatever video, yada, yada, on Insta, especially at Dame Galley and at uh, Damian Bellino, so we can see what you love and are listening to with part two of the Andes episode mm-hmm. 101, 99 to go until I do an awards show again, or maybe not, because this was a lot of work. <laughs> but you know, it's not a lot of work. The love I have for all of you. Damian, any closing remarks as we head into the 101 plus? I just hope everyone will really open their hearts to Real Houses of Atlanta. And <laughs> I hope everyone can get on board with um, some of my favorite housewives like Candy Burris Tucker, um, currently Lisa Rinna. Oh, yeah. Lisa's having a good season. Um, the Lisa Paparazzi thing was great. I watched that a couple times. Yeah. I just hope you guys can um, appreciate it. And guys, on behalf- <laughs> Potomac is coming back soon, too. Get into it. Don't sleep on it. Um, guys, on behalf of Andy's girls, I am so thankful. <laughs> She's walking away. <laughs> I'm walking away. I'm so thankful and brought a little token of my appreciation for Damien Bellino. <gasps> it's the first generation. I only have one size left. Yay. Oh, my God. Um, media magic of our Andy's girls t-shirt. Um, so, guys, it. if you guys want to buy some merch or something, let me know and I'll um, open that up to the public. Guys, I love hearing from you. Tell me your thoughts and feelings. We're maybe going to take a photo or maybe going to do a throwback because we are dead tired. Um, Guys, I love all of you. I've said that 700 times, so here's the 701st. Just kidding. We'll kiki with you again soon. Bye. Bye.